Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Okay. Hmm. Well, things are still pretty quiet in Delaware. I think Delaware's starting to do a reopening on June 1st. So that wait reopening from what? Oh, okay, okay. That one third of the state is finally reopening. Uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I think now's a good time to return to our uh, humdrum lifestyles, huh? I mean, you know, with everything being open and renewed and stuff, uh, ain't got nothing too much to worry about. Uh, right. Yeah, right. Ain't no way to do that kind of stuff. I mean, like right now things are ridiculous. Above and beyond ridiculous. I mean, because now we're going back to our old ways, all right? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, all this stuff going on in Minnesota right now. Of course, there was a peaceful protest in NYC that broke out in violence, too. But, once again, society is getting on my last good nerve. But this is the time to talk about it, because... Welcome to the J-Man Show, here on K360 Radio. Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? Welcome to the J-Man Show. I'm your host, J-Man, of course. Here for episode 154, which um, at one point or another I had some um, difficulty making. Because, you see, originally I had something else planned because there's another show coming back into play. And I actually worked on it while it was, you know... Starting out this week, like Maintenance Monday, like I really worked out everything I wanted for it. And this time I had stuff built out throughout the whole time I've been working on J360 Productions for that series. And this was going to help me give it that big um, that big push, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. Then comes the whole... It's it's not even it's not a trend it shouldn't even be a thing it's it's it, you know the whole thing regarding um, George Floyd because it happened multiple times over I mean look even before Corona came into our lives you know we still had that one case uh, the bottom Jean murder and then of course you know Ahmad Ahmad Aubrey's murder I mean you know all this kind of stuff. You know, and I, and I always wonder this, like, what the hell is, um, white America's problem with black men in general? You understand what I'm saying? It seems like more and more or less it's, it's becoming, it's a complete, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it's a complete epidemic with them. You know what I mean? And all this corporal punishment crap. Now, policemen are not supposed to do this kind of stuff. But at the same time, a lot of people are running around still saying the same old PR about the police. You know, to protect and serve, protect and serve the community, be about all that stuff. Now, they'll tell you point blank, and you can always look this up, but they're not about that. That's something, once again, that's like security theater to make you feel safe. Now, unless you've been living under a rock or so, police aren't your friend. The police are made up of people just as flawed and just as outrageous as you could be, if not worse. 
The thing is, though, they need to be on file and on record for the things that they do. And they usually are. Like, you know, whenever their gun is fired or whenever they're doing certain things, that's still supposed to be on record for what they do. It's a whole shooting board and a whole um, uh, and a whole logistics thing about it. All that stuff's supposed to be logged and um, filed. And uh, Chalvian, you know, the police officer who pretty much uh, did the, quote, non-violent, um, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, non-violent indeed, the whole Nick pending. The one that pretty much killed Mr. Floyd. Yeah, he's on record for doing quite a lot of things against minorities. He was involved in another in another case where a Hispanic man was shot 16 times with another officer next to him. And there is he does have some representation in the form of another person that managed to get the police officer who shot Philadonio Castile off. There's a lot of information regarding this man. Now, you see, the thing about it is Black Twitter doesn't mess around. <laughs> Black Twitter will share information about anything. They managed to get all of his um his badge information and stuff and shared it about. It was floating there on social media. I decided to look at it, and then I went ahead and I shared it myself. And, you know, a particular friend reached out, and he looked at it, and he started saying, this is his home address and everything? Oh, oh he might have family. And I'm like, yeah, he probably does, but he, he didn't have a problem taking a life. Did he? You see, the thing is, it's like, when it gets right down to it, all that stuff is logged. When you put in somebody's badge number and everything, all that stuff comes up. You see what I'm saying? I'm not saying dox the man. I'm not saying go to his house. I'm not saying do all that stuff. No, no, no. But he needs to see a day in court, and he also needs to go to jail for what he did. Because he didn't have no problem doing what he did. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, you know, it's amazing. Hopefully that... Now, I'm not saying that if he has family or whatever that they're accountable for what he's done. You know what I mean? Because they weren't on duty like he was. But there is that situation where you realize the guy has a badge on, has a responsibility. And it was all a negative look if you looked at the video. Now, the only problem with looking at certain videos are, is that are you getting all of the factual information? Or are you getting everything about it? Like I mentioned in the mini bite previously this week. You know? And then you look at all the videos that you see. And I always say this, film everything. When they come up to your car, any of that stuff, you need to film it. You know what I'm saying? Get a dash cam. There are ways to handle this situation. And then just always be recording and be on your best behavior regardless. Because remember, you're monitored too. And you see, you know, a lot of people are outraged because of the rioting in Minnesota. But once again, this stuff has happened before. You know, I don't want to dwell just on Mr. Floyd's case, even though he's the recent. And I always say this, when you have one thing that's been reported, there's something else out there going on too. So it's like this, and and I'll tell you what to do in the end of the episode, so it's, it's important for later. But you see, it, this has all happened before, man. I remember a few years ago, Baltimore was up in flames because of Freddie Gray, because of the issues and the circumstances surrounding him. And his spine was all broken up and everything. And the man died on the way to the hospital. Whereas George Floyd here, he died out in the street. And then there was another incident where a man was chokehold with a nightstick in New York City, by the way. Where he couldn't breathe at all. Happened in front of a convenience store. So anybody going out to convenience stores, they're not necessarily safe. Hell, they're not safe at any time of the day anymore. 
But if you're going to like restaurants or whatever, because allegedly Mr. Floyd, allegedly he was suspect, suspected of using a counterfeit $20 bill. And it's like, allegedly that is the case. But also like when it was called and they, you know, they cuffed him and everything, he was compliant for the most part. And then they went ahead and did all that to him. So it doesn't really, it seems to be that it doesn't matter if you're compliant or not. If they are suspected of doing this kind of stuff, they're going to mistreat you any way they want to, it seems like. You know? And you see, a lot of people have a hard time understanding this because, well, hey, the racial issue or the idea of privileged. You know, there are some people out there that are like, I'm exercising my privilege. I'm about my privilege. Oh, no, no, no. See, I, uh, police officers are our friends. I mean, they'll say they, I had a friend like this one time. And you see, the thing is, he ain't, I don't hang out with him much anymore because guess what? He wasn't really a friend. And if you got people out there that are having a problem, if you speak out on this issue, which I am pretty sure I know this, to hell with you then. Because at the end of the day, you're not in a struggle like that. You're on the outside looking in. And if you are privileged, and if you feel as though that you can go ahead and exercise and say what's best for the, you know, what's best for the black community, once again, you're not involved like that, are you? You know what I'm saying? I hate to break your false sense of security, but that system is flawed and really needs to be looked at. The penal code exactly was made to actually subjugate African-American men and women. Well, of course, they never really had a problem with the women. They like messing with our women. But the thing is, is this. They sure as hell like to go ahead and pigeonhole the men and treat them like anything. It's out there in your history, folks. If you really take a look at this kind of stuff, it's been like this for a while. And it's coming out of the woodwork. Some people love to exercise that stuff. Well, I'll never have to go through that. You know, at the end of the day, that's how I feel. (laughs) Yeah, right. Let me tell you this. If the shoe was on the other foot, oh my God, you guys would be falling apart. Be sitting out there complaining all the time. Be wanting justice, just like, you know, how all of us of color are wanting justice. And at the end of the day, it's like, I I don't want to talk about it. It's hard to talk about. Hard for you, maybe. Ain't hard for me to talk about entirely. I mean, at the end of the day, I want to provide entertainment for you all to make your lives easier But I also realize part of me is a journalist and part of me has to record history that goes on around us. You know what I mean? I'm not worried about ratings. I'm not worried about awards. What I'm saying is, is this. You got to pursue the truth. You see, the thing about fake news is, oh, everybody wants to talk about fake news. I mean, after all, you know, this didn't become a thing until the man in charge, which, by the way, I didn't vote for him. uh, You know, and if you voted for him, you got what you got. But you see, the thing is, ever since he started saying fake news, which is about negative press on how bad of a job he's doing, it's been a complete influx of things. And it's to the point where it subjugates down and depends on how much we consume on the daily that it's a thing. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, like tabloid people, they don't necessarily have to work hard anymore because, you know, a lot of their stuff is just gossip news, gawking news and all sorts of ridiculous things, but you see, they're kind of out of a job now because when you take a look over at like Washington Post, New York Post, or even sometimes the New York Times, Washington Inquirer, whatever it is, you start doubting that news, right? Before you read it. And the truth is, is that, you know, you should have suspicion of doubt. You should always question everything. You shouldn't just rely on one publication. There are times where I swap over to USA Today. But the point is, is this. You can't deny that this has happened before. 
you can't deny that there is a trend, a striking evil trend of a lot of times where African-American men are subjugated by police officers just for living their lives. You know what I'm saying? Now, there are real criminals out here. There are people on both sides of the spectrum that would love nothing more than cause problem and crime for people. But, you know, the lines are blurred. Been blurred for quite a long time. And, and you know, the thing is, is, it's questionable on, like, the judgment and the probable cause involved. See what I'm saying? And then at the end of the day, you're supposed to get your rights read to you. And nowadays, they'll come out here, they'll pull the gun on you first. Shoot first, ask questions later. They'll do that whole militia thing now. You know what I'm supposed to say? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's so, it's so ridiculous. And you see, for those of you out there, they're counting on you to not know your rights. Some of these people are. Some of these people are counting on you to be so ignorant about things. They can easily sweep you under the rug and nobody will blink an eye. That's why you need to be prepared. You need to be aware of what's going on. If you have kids, talk to your kids. If you have all that stuff, just really, really pay attention. Now, I'm not saying be afraid. And I'm not saying that, oh, you know, live in fear, shut her up, be in a safe zone all the time. Well, make your home your safe zone. But even then, hell, these mother... Can't cut. I'm not trying to cuss. But these people will come into your house now and shoot you. You know what I mean? And then there's always somebody out there looking, you know, these Karens. And everybody's talking about Karen. Karen is that one, that block block captain that takes a punt at herself to go ahead every time something ain't right. Like Gladys Kravitz from, um, you know, Gladys Kravitz from um, (laughs) Bewitch. Always not minding her business. Coming right up in there looking in the window and saying, oh, something ain't right or something's disorderly to me. I'm going to go ahead and call the cops. And, and then dial up the cops, right? And then the cops will believe Karen before they believe you, even though you're the one in question. You know, the person in interest, a.k.a. the suspect. Where at the same time, you have rights too. You don't really need to talk to the cop at best. And if there's a complete non-issue here, make sure you're not around old Karen, because Karen will do what she can, get, can do to get you in trouble. And the sad part about all that is, is that, you know, even then, there's still no factual evidence of what goes down. And you could be trying to, because I think, what, didn't Louis Gates Jr. get in trouble for something like that? You know, like, for breaking, allegedly breaking into a home, which, by the way, a neighbor called about it. <laughs> and, you know, he got arrested by the police for it. But you want to know the home that he broke into? It was his home! I mean, Jesus Christ, man. It's like, you know, after a while, it doesn't take much. But you see, because these people can do that kind of stuff, and because they feel privileged and entitled, they will go that extra mile. They will go this extra mile to cause more strife and more problems. Now, the thing about it is, is that you realize it. Those that work in law enforcement or any sort of um, first responding kind of job, they're already kind of stressed out. Some of them are underpaid. Unless you're state. I mean, you know, state makes decent money. But you, you see what I'm saying? You don't know what's going on in that person's mindset. And when that person's covering that beat or riding to that area, you always wonder this. What's going to go down? You know what I'm saying? But Karen went ahead and called anyway. And there's a male version. of. I'm going to go ahead and create that male version right now. And I apologize for anybody that carries his name. But yeah, you Stevens out there, you know who you are. Yeah, that's right. 
Karen and Steven sitting right there, not doing anything, need some action in their life. They figure, hey, how about I just harass this person that works here? You know what I mean? Or you could be working as a groundskeeper or whatever for a um, for an apartment building or something, and the cops will come and hassle you because somebody called about it. You know what I'm saying? Because that happened before, too. And I think that was on the other side of Chicago, wasn't it? Well, Chicago's always got something going down over there. By the way, I got to check in on some of my people over there, see if they're all right. But, um, I mean, God, it's, it's stupid, man. All based off of suspicion and a suspicion based off of racial bias or racial profiling. And it's all going wrong. And ain't nobody talking to anybody because guess what? You know, it, you know, because at the end of the day, oh, hey, I, I want to solve something. I, I want to, you know, there's an agenda here. There's got to be an agenda behind all this nonsense. And until we pinpoint what the hell that is, and, you know, I'm sure it's probably something that takes us back to them old days. And I ain't talking roots. I'm talking reconstruction. But you know what I mean. It's, it's, it's so sad with the world we live in now. And, and I'm always like this. Well, actually, it's not even sad anymore. It's damn near depressing. I shouldn't be having this conversation right now. I should be out making movies. I should be out enjoying myself. I should be waiting for, you know, Godzilla vs. Kong to come out, which allegedly now it's delayed. Um, at least there's good news about Superman coming back, but right at the... We need him now. <laughs> we need something to solve all these issues, man. You know what I mean? I should be giving you escapist comedy right now, but I just can't do that because guess what? Gotta talk about, you know, repeat retaliation going on. And then everybody's so concerned about the rioting. Oh my god, why is the rioting happen? Why is all this going on? Man, I heard it at work today. Yeah, apparently I'm still there too. But needless to say, I, I, heard, I heard all this at work. And I'm like, what do you think was going to happen? Like, you know, a long time ago, remember protesting? Remember when peaceful protesting worked? Remember when sitting down and actually just having a sign and saying exactly what you were standing up, standing for or what you were kneeling for? Yeah, by the way, do you all know why we kneeled? Hey, Jay-Z, we're not done kneeling. Apparently, we still have a problem. Do you know why we kneel now? See, it wasn't anything against that flag. So, you you know, that whole flag argument is dead now, right? It wasn't against the flag. It was against police brutality. It was against corporal punishment like what you just saw not too long ago. That's why we kneeled. And what's really stupid about it all is it probably, even with this happening right now, probably there are people out there that don't get it. Won't get it. Never even reach for it. You know what I'm saying? And he said, there you wonder why. But you see, protesting died when people started protesting for dumb, stupid things. When people started using their first world problems as a way to protest. As when people started using change.org for certain things that were complete non-issues. You know what I'm saying? Or to push their own agenda across. And even then, you know the agenda has holes in it because at the same time, it's completely stupid and baseless. Like, there was this one guy who was like, oh, you know, we're going to protest to get rid of liberal studies. And it's like, why get rid of liberal studies? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know what job you can get with it. 
I mean, maybe as a psychologist or whatever. But at the same time, you don't have to protest to get rid of something like that. I would protest something like making student loans more affordable or easier to pay off. Or, you know, I would protest for, you know, better working conditions or more pay. So- something that actually will benefit, you know, a, a certain a certain aspect that I may need. Not for something that's going to go ahead and just say, you know, this should really put in the silver lining to my polit- political career. You understand what I'm saying? And you see, ever since that happened, nobody pays attention to, like, a peaceful, regular protest anymore. I mean, some do, but quite a lot don't. Nowadays, they'll go ahead and they'll, they'll play, like, any sort of rock album to go ahead and drown all that stuff out or find a way to go ahead and you know, throw our attention to other things so to go ahead and uh, keep us busy. You know, there's a reason why the social elites are the ones that actually profit off of all this, and I'm including Corona too, are just sitting there comfortable, whereas we, we're, we're all miserable. You know, it's 99 percenters and all out there. And we're sitting there, we're saying, uh, yeah, um, um, I'll get to it. But, but, but first, let me just go ahead and enjoy all this other stuff here that I can consume first. Because, you know, hey, we're prime consumers. African-American people are prime consumers to a T. They know how to get us. They got us by the hook, man. On a lot of things. And as I say this stuff, I will never be a racist. Oh, shoot, I could never be racist. Why would I be? I got better things to do. <laughs> and if you are a certain race and you like my work, the hell with you too. Like what John Boyega said. You know, and I, and I admire what he said. A lot of people are appalled by it, but you see, the thing about that is you're appalled by it because, once again, you're not wearing the natural blackface. So you might want to just chill. You might want to at least try to reach for a little bit of understanding on the issue. Because it could happen to him too. It could happen to any of us. You know what I mean? My dad said it himself. Son... As you are of age, you just have to remember this. There's a target on your back. And ironically, he's right because, man, them people tore the hell out of Target. (laughs) Oh, God, that joke went a lot better in my head. I'm sorry. But let me tell you, and like I said, I'm not going to throw all this heavy stuff at you, but hopefully you learn from it. But you see, the thing is, when it comes to rioting, rioting should only be used as a last resort. And if anything... Don't go to innocent homes. Don't blow up your whole your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? You got to scare the hell out of those that are comfortable. If you're going to riot, and if anything, you need to be at the you need to be at the state buildings, the legislative buildings, the police stations, all that kind of. You know, don't don't go to like places like Target and all. You know what I'm saying? Why the hell would you do that? course there's a post now that's floating around saying why would you care about insured buildings and all that stuff you know what i mean instead of worrying about black people killing us well because see once again that paints a negative light on us doesn't it you know like when they tore the hell out of baltimore they went right for those um they went for a certain store local stores and local markets which is not cool either because that's part of the community you probably had that person's backing until you just ruined the hell out of their livelihood right there but if it's somebody that was known to be racist to other people, I can understand why you did it. You know, like uh, that movie, Falling Down. But here's the thing. All the small business, all those little people, all the communities have to stick together. You know? When it comes right down to... But Target had nothing to do with George Floyd's death. You know? That makes you think. But I think Target originated out of Minnesota, right? So I guess they wanted to make a point with that. 
I guess. But you see, it had nothing to do with anything. So once again, why did you do all that? But like I said, there are certain people out there that will find a reason to justify why they do stupid things or why they commit crimes. And I guess they wanted to go ahead and show a lasting appeal. That's going to come back to haunt us. But if anything, you go to the police stations and all that kind of stuff. That's what you do if you are to do any sort of thing because they're the ones that caused it. You know what I'm saying? It happened over in Missouri when Michael Brown was killed. Like, you saw where his, um, I think it was either his dad or his, I don't think it was his stepdad. I think it was his real dad out there said, burn this mother down. And he was right. And they were all out there. And you saw the cops all huddling and all that stuff, trying to keep it together. See, that's what you would do if you were rioting. But I'm not over here to impose why you should riot. You know what I mean? But a long time ago, that used to be a last resort. And it used to be for, to really get the point across. But if you're doing it for selfish desires, I mean, once again, there's going to be a way for that to be stopped, too. You know? And right now, over there in Minnesota, they do things have calmed down. They had the National Guard deployed. But once again, those four officers, <laughs> actually, I should say those four peons, they need to be tried, they need to be in jail, and there needs to be justice for Mr. Floyd's death. There's quite a lot of cops that got off. I mean, you fire them, yeah, but here's the thing. They still roam and free. And as far as I know, and I could be wrong about this, they're still getting pension, right? Like, all that stuff is not necessarily dried up. See what I'm saying? So there's little things like that that you got to really think about. And then, you, and then you wonder for a minute, and, you know, you're just thinking... During the writing, during the process, during all these things, are we really solving the problem or are we making it worse? And I mean, I'm sure there are people out there going up and cleaning up the areas and stuff, but you don't destroy where you live at. You don't destroy where the innocent people are. And I'm not saying go after the man's family. You don't have to do any of those things. See, that's extra. And unfortunately, there's going to be, no matter what sort of act or retaliation that goes down, there's always going to be innocence in the crossfire. And it's sad as hell, and, and it's true, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's it's like, you know, one way or another, I shouldn't have to talk to you all about this. A lot of people shouldn't be out here protesting on these issues. I mean, that list of all minorities that were killed by police officers shouldn't even exist. You understand what I'm saying? And then you wonder why. Why we have riots? Why we have all these issues go down? You wonder why there's a lot of angry black men out there. You wonder why there's a lot of scared black men out there. You wonder why there's a lot of scared black women that are scared for their men. Oh, even though there are times where there's songs being released by Beyonce and all that kind of stuff that say like, oh, they don't need us and all that kind of stuff. Apparently they do. Apparently women do need us around. You know what I mean? Show us our love. Show us our appreciation. Show us that we have rights. Even though we do, they're very shafted, but they're there. We're not all crazy. We're not all lazy, tiresome, whatever the hell the stereotype of the week is. We're none of those things. I mean, if they're like me, and I know damn well who and what I am, then I know, for a fact, I am not a part of anybody's stereotype. I work hard for my livelihood, and I'm still going to go ahead and go west. 
still going to do what I got to do because I got my journey to make and I got people counting on me. Got a lovely lady to deal with and all that kind of stuff. And even then, don't come at me about the differentiations of our race because I will tell you about yourself. How you live your life, how you do your thing, all up to you. But don't get in my face about what I do. See what I'm saying? I think it's really, really tiresome because people nowadays, they, you know, they want to go ahead and impose these kind of things. And, and this is my problem with the black community sometimes. Why do you come late? You should have been there. Don't wait for this stuff to happen again. Be there. You want to unite and stuff like that? Okay, well, here's what we do. Let us get out of our own damn way for a moment. I don't want no Stevens. And if you see Django, you pretty much know why I'm using Steven as a name. I don't want to see no Stevens or no half kind of people or fair weather people involved in the whole thing. We all need to unite. We all need to talk to each other. We all need to come together. And we all need to have a goal that we solve. Okay? No irrational, no half cocking, none of that kind of stuff. You want me involved with it? You have to have a plan. You have to have a set measure. Because I'll be behind you as long as you're behind you. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do that, you waste my time, I'm I'm getting out. And I can start my own thing. <laughs> Obviously, I do. Obviously, I have. And I will continue to do so. I ain't afraid of no police out here. Because you know why? Because I'm going to be gone someday. And if I'm ever in that crosshairs, I'm going out fighting. You understand what I'm saying? Because you know why? I lived a good life. It was a fun and ride, good adventure. The rest of it, you know, at the end of the day, like, a lot of this stuff's optional. Me being at my day job's optional. If you really think about it, the things that I do now is mostly just to get ready for years to come. But you see, there's that one thing I never really thought about. Until, like, you know, what really happened with uh, Tamir Rice and all. My name could be on that damn list, too. And quite a lot of friends I have could be on that list. And apparently, we're still in the running for a minute because it didn't stop. So, I'm not going to live in fear of it. I don't want anybody else to live in fear of it. Just be aware of what it is. Because, see, like I said before, and it was going to be important to this point... This happened, right? Now you got to look to who's next. Now you got to look to who is going to fill the gap next. Because anybody, it's fair game for anybody, any town, anywhere, any place. And it's sad. And we, we could be doing a lot better, folks. We, we could be... You know, like, at the end of the day, it's the same thing with Corona. It's the same thing with any sort of real problem or real issue. We could be solving this a lot better. But, hey, that's work, right? Hmm. Kind of a downer note. But, you know, it's <laughs> what can you do? And hopefully we will get back on our own. Hopefully there will be a day where... You know, we won't have so much strife. And hopefully, you know, there won't be rioting and too many protests and all that kind of stuff. Maybe life will be a little easier. But right now, things are not easy at all. And I'm optimistic, but at the same time, the scenic is kind of taking over for a little bit. And um, that's all I have for you tonight.
Ciao. Want you all to take it easy, and hopefully I didn't destroy too much of my fan base. But if I did, then they weren't really fans. And I can't turn a blind eye to this. So, this is J-Man signing off. I will catch you all later. We will have more content coming tomorrow. But until then, take care. Peace. Mm -hmm.